last and final trailer for Civil War. We just watched it twice in a row, so we were up on the pulse, so to speak. Didn't raise the hairs on my arm quite like I wanted it to. Not like the last uh, trailer did, but I'm I'm definitely excited. I definitely felt that it gave more um, of a story. It wasn't so many bells and whistles, so many pops and explosions. It wasn't so such an attention grabber. You really kind of had to pay attention, really, to kind of get the idea of what they were they were pushing here, which is that the superheroes are basically fucking everybody up. Well, they may have finally gotten the point to not spend so much money on explosions that happen everywhere and spend it more on the little details. What what got me the most was the shatter on the glasses for for Tony. Like, the the little bit of shatter that happens with the... When he catches the bullet, when yeah. Bucky fires the gun at him, because I completely missed that. I was, I was, I was looking yeah. at the gun. I was a little more fascinated by the crazy glove thing that yeah. sprung out of his hand. That uh, was it's pretty rad. Just after that, but um, yeah, he gets shot, and and there's a little shatter that goes across oh, from the his pressure. Glasses. That's great. Oh wow! I, I'm gonna have to watch the trailer again it's just insane. for that. My eyes are very poor. And Harrison's laptop is very small. Well, and I was so. sitting next to it when we were watching it. So, <laughs> I'm really psyched for this. I really, really am. You know, um, there's, there's, of course, the, the the joke that this is, you know, Avengers 2.5. You know, I mean, because it has literally everybody except for Thor and Hulk. Yeah, there's no Thor, there's no Hulk on here, That's but we've right. we've we've got Rhodey, we've got Vision, we've got Ant Man, we've got Black Panther, the new addition to it, uh, and then of course anybody who's seen the trailer knows that Spidey pops up in the very end, the very very end, and thankfully they made, you know, the whites of his eyes shrink down as he's talking, which I mean you can't have Spidey without that, without expressive eyes. Because then he doesn't look human. Yes. My only bone to pick with that is that, unlike Deadpool... Well, they did the same shit with Deadpool. Uh, well, unlike Deadpool, they did that, but it looked very realistic. It looked very... It was. It, it obviously had uh, a good level of rendering on it so that it looked as close to lifelike as possible. And I have to say that this trailer is two months out from the final. Mm. So I'm guessing they're doing more work. I'm assuming and hoping that they're doing more CG work because he looks completely rendered. Yeah. It's like a, he looks like a cartoon character. I think he's too smoothed out. His, his uniform is too smoothed out and we're used to textured uniforms. We want to see if it's leather or metal or what material it's made out of. So right. I still got to ask, what is it that Tony says at the end before Spidey comes out? Oh, he calls he... him Underoos. I thought that <laughs> I knew Underoos. I knew it. All right, okay. So I, I wasn't sure exactly what he said, but yeah, it's yeah. Underoos. Yeah. So I've, I've watched that trailer like five times underoos? now. And then just like splat with the web. And it's funny because when he popped up, because I, I have no idea who... Um, was playing Spider-Man. I hadn't really been following this one too closely, but since you can't actually see the kid's face, um, and he's and he's got because he's got the mask on, right? When he finally talks, I mean, he just says two words. He, he says like, he says, "Hi, like, everybody." He says, "Hi, everybody," and it, it just surprised me like how young he sounded. I'm kind of stoked that they're getting a. I guess this kid probably has kind of a baby face, and uh, so it's cool to see somebody pretty young. His uh, name is Tom Holland. I think he's a Brit. All the all the American actors are Brits now. 
I don't know if you. I don't know if you know that. Uh, a lot of the kids these days are are Brits. A lot of the good talent coming out is uh, British. But no, Tom Holland is an American. Um, he looks he like was, a child. He's hell of young. He's he very born, young. Oh God, he really is. Oh, he, he is was, an English actor. Excuse me. He's nineteen. Mm-hmm, yeah, he's nineteen. He's such but a baby. Last summer there were a ton of videos. Um, he's really big into parkour. Okay. So there were a lot of videos of him kicking around, doing all kinds of wall stunts. Was he a and YouTube star? Well, no, but once it was announced that he was taking on um, the webs, he's blown up in a big way. All of a sudden, like he's Spider Man. He signed something like a 10 picture deal. A 10 picture ten deal? 10 pictures. Like, okay, Sam Jackson had nine. Robert Downey initially had, I think, six. He's Disney's Daniel fucking Radcliffe. No, no, no. Sony. 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 Amy Pascal's the head of Sony, and Kevin Feige is the head of the Marvel division under Disney, and they are collaborating. When it comes to Spidey coming into the actual Marvel universe under Disney, Feige gets the final word, but when it's the Sony standalone films and when it's the Sony Spider-Man films, then Feige is top creative consultant under Pascal. I see. So it's it's like this intricate little lattice work that they've built, and whether or not it's gonna it's gonna stand up and actually do well um, remains to be seen because we don't get a Spider Man movie until next year. They clearly seem to think so if they're gonna sign this kid to a ten movie deal. I mean that's a that's a big that's a big investment. I mean, and again, he's only nineteen. So I mean, signing a kid for for fucking 10 films over the next 12 years. Like I, I said, mean, he's going to be Sony's Daniel fucking Radcliffe. We're going to have him grow into the role right. <clears throat> in a big way. Oh, I got to say, dude, the thing that I love in all of this is the fact that after everything that we've been talking about, can I just remind everybody that nobody cares about Bucky Barnes? <laughs> you, you mentioned that? Nobody cares about Bucky Barnes. He does not matter to this story other than to like create a fight between... Uh, between Iron Man and Captain America, he's like he's like the Harry Potter of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's and like, like the Hy- Ron Weasley, you mean? No, it's like a Hydra was like the Dursleys. <laughs> they like they raised him in this awful world, and then because they didn't you say he's about to be the next Captain America? Or okay, some shit? so if they follow the comics, when Captain America is shot, Bucky takes over as Captain America. I thought it was Falcon that took over as Captain America. Well, they've both taken on the mantle. But I think it was Bucky who took on the mantle after Steve Rogers was shot. I don't know. After Civil War, I stopped reading quite as adamantly, so I can't, you know, read, you know, go on verbatim about it. But I, you know, they've got two very, very good candidates here. Uh, Sebastian Stan taking over. Well, Sebastian Stan, who is uh, the Winter Soldier, and then uh, Anthony Mackie, who's uh, the Falcon. You know, either one of them could step in, given that Chris Evans, he is, he's done. This is his last Captain America film. He's only going to don the shield two more times, and that's for Infinity War Part 1 and 2, unless they do some other kind of thing, because Robert Downey wasn't supposed to be in the original iteration of this this Captain America film, he was only supposed to play a bit part. And then, oh, they're like, well, crap, we're going to do Civil War. And then the whole Spider-Man came in and now they can do a proper incarnation of it, at least thematically speaking. I'm curious to see what they're going to, what they're going to do in that regard. I kind of have a feeling that they're going to kill off Bucky. I wouldn't be in this, in this upset movie. about that. And no, I wouldn't either. He's I don't kind of, like the actor. He's kind of a useless character too. Like, as much as I like, as much as I enjoyed the Winter Soldier, I thought that the the story could have been done just as well with a different sort of a with a different sub with a different subplot involving you know involving the 
the motivations for Captain America to 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 rebel against what Shield was doing, right? And you know, they've they've kept that tie in going through Civil War into Civil War because I suppose you have to, but. All along the way, I mean, I just when I watched the Winter Soldier and I just that was the big reveal. I was kind of disappointed. Oh, the Winter Soldier is Bucky. You know, okay, shock and surprise. Like nobody, nobody cares. I liked it. It was good enough. I I mean, it was a damn good movie in its own right. You know, the Russo brothers did a fantastic job of bringing a good conspiracy suspense thriller to the screen and tying it into the Marvel universe, which, which lends to the dexterity and, and, and the, the creative talent that is behind everybody who is working under Marvel. I just don't care about Bucky Barnes and I don't think anybody else really does either. So I think we'll all be happy to see him go and let the Falcon sort of take center stage and assuming the mantle of Captain America. I'd rather see Anthony Mackie take it on, honestly. And yeah, and, but so, yeah. I mean, Chris Evans is going to step aside here in a couple of years. No, they got to give it, you know, they, they got to give it to Anthony Mackie. We're rolling dude. new people in here to the fold. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, they got to give it to him for at least a little while. I mean, maybe maybe they don't keep him on forever, but if they should give it to him for at least like a movie or two to be Captain America and, and just do that, because I think it would be really fun to see. Um, it seems to me like maybe they're going to get rid of War Machine, too. I think maybe Don Cheadle's going to tap out. It wouldn't surprise me if he stepped aside as well. I mean, you know, uh, we'll probably have him. Everybody who's in this, uh, as I understand, everybody who's in Captain America Civil War, has signed for uh, Avengers Infinity Gauntlet Part 1 and 2. Every single Everybody. person? Wow. 42 okay. heroes and villains. I suppose they'd have to. 42 heroes and villains are slated for this. You know, this this brings up something that was in one of the, the Spider-Man stories, I think, that... Uh, that you had on the docket, which is this idea of the like the tentpole idea of cinema, and how all of these movies are building upon each other to to create each next movie, right? And how that's in a that's an amazing thing to see brought to life, right? Like uh, Marvel's doing or Disney's doing it with the MCU, and now they're going to start doing it with Star Wars, which is super exciting, but. The risks that are involved in, in in making these movies and the amount of money that's involved to pull them off, just as they become more successful and more integrated, the risk and the, the the returns and the risks get bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's starting to kind of shut out other ideas uh, for movies that are more standalone titles or have nothing to do with any of these worlds as these worlds start to take on a greater life it's going to be a more the longer they continue to do it the more difficult it's going to be to execute because people are going to have to get out of these movies to do other movies fucking robert downey jr is not going to be iron man forever i mean he's not going to play that role for the next 30 years of his life like he can't you know what i mean he's going to get to a point where he's going to be too old and like they're going to stop being able to write stories about the aging tony stark and they're going to get somebody new in. well we've already talked about this that that Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, and Robert Downey Jr. They're done. All three of them are done, done after Infinity Wars Part 2. They are all done. There's talk of, obviously, somebody else taking on Captain America. Probably Anthony Mackie. There's talk of somebody coming in and taking over the mantle of Iron Man. We have no idea who that is. And then Thor in the comics is now a woman, though it's Jane Foster in the comics, Natalie Portman's probably not going to take that role on, so they're going to spin something else off 
on that. But yes, obviously. But that's also why they're rolling new people in. That's why we're getting Black Panther now. That's why Ant-Man, the sleeper fucking hit of last year, is is being prominently displayed in this. That's why Spider-Man now is also being prominently displayed. That's why we, we've also got the Vision and the Scarlet Witch. They're, they're able... The the actual team of the Avengers is 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 rather wide and, and varied. You know there are a lot of people, and they and it was so big that they ended up breaking off to the West Coast Avengers, headed by Hawkeye. You know there's so many different subgroups and like so many different team members that could step in and do. So I don't think that they're in a rush to find the next Captain America or the next Iron Man or the next Thor because they're introducing new people. And lest we forget. Doctor Strange at the end of this year, which I guarantee you we are getting the post-credit scene in Captain America is going to have Benedict fucking Cumberbatch in full garb. It would not surprise I gar- me. No, they hold to stepping into the next movie with the post-credit scene. At the end of Avengers Ultron, we got the teaser, the wink for uh, Civil War. Unless they go way far off a field... We're going to get a little teaser for the Sorcerer Supreme. They have to. <laughs> they have to. And in the end in of the Sorcerer pl- Supreme... In order to please you, well, they have and, to and the masses, do the thing. And the end of the Sorcerer <laughs> Supreme, if they follow suit, which they have been, we'll get a little teaser for Thor Ragnarok. Because we get three movies starting next year. Three Marvel movies. That's not including what Sony's doing next year with Spider-Man. So technically, we get four movies next year. The comic book universe is something that built upon itself within itself. All the worlds combined, all the different characters with their different stories combined to create what would end up being Civil War. And that's that's how the canon started it continued it evolved from there and it's become so much more it's come back into itself and been redone so many times and i think the movie industry is finally breaking into that and understanding they brought everyone in with the big characters that people recognized and now they're finally starting to see that people trust that these stories are going to be big. Yeah, and so if they you brought tell in all the them, second tier characters. Exactly. If you tell them Ant-Man is someone that you want to watch and we're going to make you want to watch him, they're going to go and watch Ant-Man. Well, better you yet, know. if they do a good job. I loved Ant-Man. Ant-Man was funny. It was ingenious. And it was a little caper. It was a, it was a heist film. And it was, I mean, it, it, I mean, the funny was there left and right. I'm sure I, both of you have seen it. I haven't seen Randall it. hasn't seen Ant-Man. Of course I haven't seen it. Randall that. hasn't fucking seen Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man was just brilliant. That's what I heard, yeah. Ant-Man was really it was, funny. I heard it was a surprise hit. It was yeah. really funny after all what happened with Ant-Man in the pre-production. And it was like one of the first movies announced that was supposed to happen. It was supposed to be the second movie after Iron Man. Iron Man 2 wasn't supposed to come out. It was supposed to be Ant-Man. And they bumped it, bumped it, bumped it, bumped it because there were so many issues. And they... Knocked it out of the park. It was really good. Because they bumped it because of the issues, rather than just pushing out some piece of crap. Yeah. It was a good strategic move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And and there was a few that they've tried to push out because they had too much 
uh, too many voices in their ear, too much influence from whatever companies to get that shit out there. We've given you so much money. So all these worlds are now coming back together and they're going through the other characters so that they can make this world bigger and they can build on it in a cinematic view. Well, on the note of building, I want to talk about Spidey here for a minute. I'm in in reading up on how they're supposedly going to be introducing Spider-Man. They are taking heavy cues from the comic. And they I I think they're 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 going to be smart about this. Instead of introducing Spidey as like this brand new guy, they're rolling through with that Spider-Man has already been established in the MCU. He he grew up looking up to Tony Stark. You know, it's kind of an idol. And apparently Tony is going to come across Spidey one day whilst carousing around New York, have a bit of a dialogue with him, convince him to join his side of the team. And if any of you followed the Civil War comic, uh, Iron Man gives Spidey um, a suit, the Scarlet suit, I think it is, um, which has got like three jointed arms on the back end. And it's, it's like an Iron Man suit, but made for Spidey, which I, you know, I'm really keen to see this, you know, come alive on the big screen. I haven't actually seen that particular suit. I oh, yeah, well, I mean, it's great. It's, it's golden red. And oh, he's wow. got like three legs coming off the back of the suit and they're all interdependent of each other. He can operate them with a little servo mental link. Whoa. It's really cool. Okay. If they even come close to doing this, I will be impressed. But um, Spidey, for a while, was fighting on the side of Tony Stark. But then, I forget what, what causes him to, to jump sides, but then he, he, he doffs uh, the suit that Tony gives him and you know puts his old suit back on, and he joins the side of uh, Captain America. I'm fucking down for Iron Spidey. Oh, uh, yeah, thank you. Iron <laughs> Spidey. It's not the Scarlet Spidey. It's Iron Spidey. Iron Spidey. I'm really looking forward to it. I loved that in the end of the Civil War trailer... They and I, I was touching on this initially. Uh, I I loved how they they had the whites of his eyes moving as they do in the comic, and I I want to see a, a cleaner interpretation of this. Uh, once again, you know, this is the first that we get to see oh, of make, Spidey in the trailer, and we've got two months out, and I can only assume that half of the CG team is working to render Spidey to a point where he looks as good as Iron Man. Which again, talking about Iron Man here for a second and the translation of him on screen, I can tell that that's CG. This isn't the best work they've done, so I'm hoping the final the final phase here will look just fucking oh, bright sure, and shiny. I'm sure they're about to I'm sure they're about to spend a whole bunch of extra unpaid intern hours making all of that I'm a reality. Sure. Um I'm I would imagine that some some boss somewhere said we have to put Spider Man in the last trailer two months before the movie oh, yeah. or you're fired. Oh and they made that shit happen. Well this is this is the big whammy. This is the equivalent of the big whammy because if they released the final trailer without giving us at least a glimmer of Spider-Man, the fans would have been throwing their shit, literally. I take it as the E3 rule where it's like any trailer you see, any little snippet you see, you know, go ahead and figure that it's going to be at least eight months out and it's going to be... At least double the technological build that it actually was in preview, but way too far out. 